Hello, all. Before we begin today's episode, a little quick programming note. This episode we're listening to today is being inserted out of order of the rest of our normal episodes. And the reason is it's about a time-specific event that Father will be hosting in um, mid-February. The link to the event, if you want to become a participant in it, will be in the description, which means if you're looking at your podcast app, click the picture so you get to see the big smiling picture of Father, and then the Read More tab. And then the hyperlink should be right in there. And if this is something you'd like to be a part of, uh, please feel free. The overall conference that Father will be discussing is anyone who wants to learn how to teach the faith, whether it be to a small group, such as your children, or to filling up massive stadiums and talking to everyone in there. So it is something that we are called to do is to learn how to teach the faith and in doing so, learn a little bit more about ourselves and how we view the faith. So we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and here we go with Father and Joe. Hello and welcome to another episode of Father and Joe. I'm Joe Rocky here with Father Boniface Hicks. And Father, one of the cool things about you being at St. Vincent's and the Arch Abbey out there, which I believe you told me is the largest benediction abbey um in existence is that you guys get to have some cool seminars and stuff like this that comes down the pike and uh, you have one on catechesis that's coming up so i'm going to let you take the floor and kind of articulate what's going to be going on and why it's something everyone should check out yeah and, and i think relevant to our conversations joe it's uh useful for you and i to talk about what catechesis is and uh and then as a uh, to stir interest, but uh, this this conference would then speak into you know what what uh, we would want to discuss anyway, which is uh, really about forming people in faith. It's you know it's kind of been the thrust of our whole podcast is uh, how do you share the faith? How do you form people in faith? So it's it's one thing to meet a random stranger and tell him some things, and maybe he uh, looks into Jesus more. You know that's uh, that's one thing that we would talk call evangelization and and sharing the faith at that level is is uh certainly important and something we've talked about a bit but then uh as we talked about early on what are we aiming at we're aiming at holiness what does holiness looks like it's growth in virtue but it's also uh growth in knowledge of the faith how do you learn more about the faith uh, we have a catechism that covers the faith in a comprehensive way. And so certainly you can study that, but is it just a matter of picking up the catechism and reading it from beginning to end? Uh, well, no, that's not how you and I grew in faith, Joe. So uh, uh, how, how does that happen? You know, well, we talk to people and, and uh, maybe we take a class. We, we have that kind of, that mode of learning, but we live in the culture. We participate in the sacraments. We, we pick up a lot of things in a lot of different places. So that whole process of being formed in faith is what we would call catechesis. Uh, and the, the art of doing catechesis is what we call catechetics. And so um, what, what's the approach that we take? Well, uh, still a lot of people in a lot of places, there's the kind of um, uh, CCD, which is the Confraternity of Christian Doctrine is where that originated from, but that was from the beginning of the 20th century, I believe. The Confraternity of Christian Doctrine formed a, a way of teaching the faith to people, and uh, 
that followed a certain structure. And some people know the Baltimore catechism and the kind of question and answer approach. And, you know, starting with uh, what, what is the, the meaning of life or, you know, what's uh, what is your purpose? Well, to know, love and serve God in this life that we might be with him in the next. And, but then who is the Trinity, you know, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And uh, there's just a lot of information. So it really focused, CCD really focused on passing on information. And, but is that really the most effective thing to do just to give people information? It, just because a seven-year-old can say the, per, the meaning of life is to know, love, and serve God in this life that I might be with him in the next. And then he's going to go out and play basketball and have no idea what any of that has to do with basketball. You know, is it, what is the most effective way to form the faith in people's hearts? And then is that even the same answer 200 years ago, 100 years ago, 50 years ago today? Um, do the kinds of cultural questions and, and cultural structures and problems in the world, uh, uh, but the, the way that we think, you know, we think in a much more suspicious way that we're more hesitant to believe in miracles. We're more convinced about science. We're uh, critical of authority. We resist the traditional narratives. We, we do a lot of things today that we didn't do 100 years ago. And so how you form people in faith today is different than how you form people in faith 100 years ago. And so these are all the elements of uh, the, the big topic of, of catechesis or catechetics. And uh, the, the Vatican for the Universal Church has put out a kind of uh, directory uh, to give directives to, direction to the process of, of catechesis. There was a a general directory for catechesis that came out after Vatican II, and it kind of reshaped the process of catechesis and the presentation of catechesis as uh, presented through the, the Second Vatican Council. The Second Vatican Council was a major representation of the faith, and so this directory of catechesis was looking at, well, how do we take the Vatican II approach, if you will, to forming people in faith? And then 30 years later, uh, 1993, I think, the Catechism of the Catholic Church came out, and that was a comprehensive presentation of the faith. And uh, there was a new general directory for catechesis that was published, acknowledging that the catechism is now a resource that we have and that we can utilize that we couldn't prior to that. And so it updated the directory in order to incorporate the approach of the catechism and the resource of the catechism. Two years ago, in 2020, the Vatican came out with a third directory, so now 30 years later, more or less, uh, since the catechism, now really focusing on the fact that we're in a time of the new evangelization. There are most people are not being raised in Catholic environments, and they don't have the family faith to draw on. They don't have the Catholic culture to learn from. We're really in a time that the faith is being presented newly. And so catechism is following together with evangelization in a way that it never has in the, in the recent past. And so this new directory on catechesis uh, represents catechesis through that lens of the new evangelization and the need to form people without the support of a, a Catholic culture, for example. And so uh, at the Institute for Ministry Formation, which I'm the director of, it's a, an expression of St. Vincent Seminary and a way of 
sharing the wealth of the seminary with the rest of the church, we decided to do a, an online conference gathering together 16 experts to focus on this new directory on catechesis with the hopes of uh, helping everybody to kind of embrace this new approach and know about this treasure that the Vatican has given us, which largely went unnoticed because it was kind of in the middle of COVID and everybody was just coming out. It came out in like August of 2020, but everybody was still so disoriented around that time that paying attention to a directory on catechesis was not the most pressing issue. So we wanted to uh, bring that before people and uh, gather some discussions around that. It's an online conference. And so um, we'll re record all of the talks, but if people participate live in the sessions, then uh, you get the benefit of interacting with the other people who are there uh, during the talks, or we, we have small groups after the talks to discuss the content of the, uh, of the talks that are being given. It's a total of eight sessions over two days. And so if uh, even if you can just join one or two live, uh, you can watch the rest recorded and you have access to the materials. So I'll just make the final point of the advertising and then we can talk about uh, catechesis or, or the conference or whatever is uh, perking your interest, Joe. But just uh, if people are interested in, in registering, uh, they can go to IMF, uh, like Institute for Ministry Formation, IM, M as in ministry, uh, F dot St. Vincent Seminary, and you have to spell that all out, S-A-I-N-T, Vincent Seminary, dot E-D-U, slash C-C-2022, so Catechetics Conference 2022, C-C-2022, imf.st. Vincent Seminary, dot E-D-U, slash C-C-2022. So if you uh, want to register, there's a discount for those who uh, are working in the church and in the space of catechesis. If you're uh, a a catechist or you help in your parish or anything like that, please take the discount. If you need financial aid, just send us an email. We're happy to work with that. We want participation. We do need to cover our costs. And so those who can give the money, we're happy to do that. But we mostly want you to uh, grow in this uh, learning about this great resource that the church offers. And that hyperlink will be in the description of the episode. So if you guys click that or whenever you're looking at the episode, hit the show more details button and that link will be right in there. So father, there's a, a lot of thoughts that have come to me here. And as you said in a couple of episodes ago, when you brought to that to my attention, that less than half of the adults of this country consider themselves part of a faith. Um, but we uh, have discussed that there's a human nature element to be called to explore something that is larger than us. And what seems to be prevalent out there is that people are essentially dedicating their lives to, to what I believe is carbon theology theory or politics in general, however you want to look at it. Basically, tell everyone every day that the world is going to blow up and there's nothing meaningful here. And most of the issues we're having with our society are kind of stemming from that problem. Um, you know, why should I focus on doing a meaningful relationship with a girl who might shoot me down if I'm not going to be alive in 20 years? Like, what's the point? Um, so the, the carbon theology theory is blatantly a problem, if not an outright lie. Um, but the, the problem being with it is that we need to have perspective, which is the world has had at least seven ice ages and 
at one point in the middle of Texas, there was a glacier, an ice glacier that was two miles high. Things change. That's the way life is. It, it, it's not um, going to blow up in 20 minutes on um, being the planet. So I bring that up because it goes in line with what you're saying, because we have a human need to have um, religion in our lives. That, that, that One of the virtues when we went through the virtue series, I believe it was justice, explicitly said that. So the, the catechesis, as you're saying, is looking at the right thing. Because in a very real way, this is falling back to the Old Testament, you know, worshiping Baal and the other pagan gods, you know, only focusing on the environment and popular opinion. I believe that's how the Bible described Baal um, when they talked about it in the beginning of the Old Testament, um, which is a big problem. So, um, so, so with that being said, before you even told me about this conference coming up, I actually had downloaded the American Catechesis, which I forget which day it was actually recorded. I want to say the uh, the 2000s, but I'm not totally sure, but certainly before COVID. And um, I, I had gotten a lot of things through it. And it's, uh, you know, it's being read to me, which makes it a whole lot easier is driving around and listening to it. Um, it's about... 19 hours long. So there's a lot of stuff to it. And some future episodes we have will, will come from directly from that. But I wanted to highlight that the importance of diving in ourselves and absorbing it and making it part of us. You, know, you use the example of a kid who's in school, gets told, you know, this is, this is the meaning of life. It's the same thing as this is you know, George Washington doing battle plans. He won the war. It's just other information. There's a difference between having information settle into being a part of you and something I need to know um, to pass a test. So I think that that as we've discussed, I think it was epistemology of how do people learn. And, and that's kind of what I want to get into here is, yes, things have changed over the generations in terms of our social attitudes. Some people trust the government. Some people don't trust the government. Some of the same people who are on one side of an issue 30 years later switch kind of arbitrarily. Um, but this all happens. But there has to be a universal way that we can make it a part of us. And I think that that is certainly something that I, I did go through CCD coming up that it misses the boat, or at least my experience with it was it missed the boat completely. And to a degree, it wasn't until I went through my marriage class that my personal diocese requires go to um, that took a very different approach that I actually had some form of true um, authoritative teaching to me on the faith that actually felt like it sunk in. So I'm assuming that that's part of what you guys are going to discuss in this conference here. Um, and I'm certainly not one of your experts, so I don't want to try to to put anything out there and, and be contradictory to what they're going to say. So I want to give you a chance to to kind of tell how do you guys address getting it to sink in so that this isn't the same as um, us just sitting down and watching a YouTube video. I mean, I get to a certain degree, I'm going to be sitting here watching something, but it's not going to be like, oh, that was fun. Let's go click and see what the next episode is. 
Well, and to be clear, the conference is for catechists. It's for those who want to share the faith. The conference is not doing catechesis. It's not forming, uh, you know, unbelievers in faith. So, uh, we're <clears throat> the 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 experts will give presentations, and the chance for uh, uh, small groups and discussions will help us to grow. the The presenters are all practitioners, also, and. Uh, so they're really working in the field of catechesis at a, a diocesan, you know, directors of religious education or people who are uh, helping in RCIA. We have uh, some representation from Catechesis of the Good Shepherd. And so it's, uh, it will be people talking about real experiences of um, forming people in faith according to the kinds of principles that are espoused by the, cate- the directory of catechesis. And so, um, in terms of what the conference will offer, these are these are some of the points. Um, how do you help people to grow? You know, my my presentation in the conference is going to be around the art of accompaniment and how important it is to have somebody to walk with you, uh, not just uh, you know. There's a ton of information that's available. People could watch uh, Bishop Barron for the next five years nonstop, probably, and there's uh, a lot of uh, available on Formed, and uh, Father Mike Schmitz has done uh, a ton of good work teaching, and um, and certainly there are uh, Bible study courses, and you can sign up with our institute for courses, and there's lots of opportunities for learning. But it really makes a difference when I have somebody who is personally walking with me, um, maybe with whom I can share that kind of information. I certainly have people who come to spiritual direction and they say, you know, yeah, I was watching this video from Bishop Barron and he talked about this and this. And then I say, and how does that apply to your life? Or what did you get from that? Or how are you processing that? Or, you know, what, how did that strike you? And being able to talk it out uh, really helps. Being able to see how it connects with our personal lives uh, really helps to to integrate it and to form us, because I think we've talked before about the the dimensions through which we grow in faith. One of which is knowledge, but another is habits. That that's what points to virtue, and also experiences. There's something about um, you know having a, a a particular prayer time or a, a pilgrimage or um, making a, a holy hour or having a, a special time, a special mass that we participate in. Certainly the sacraments of initiation play a critical role. And even something like a conference can be an experience that brings together other threads that have been um, developing in our lives. And so um, maybe people have been thinking about catechesis for a while and you have some ideas, but you haven't really had a chance to kind of bring it together. And then attending a conference like this gives you a chance to dedicate time to think about it. You get some input from people who have a different perspective and are presenting some principles and you start to stitch that together and and you have a better sense of how to to do catechesis. But those experiences um, have a way of uh, of congealing, of of, uh, synthesizing, of um, bringing bringing together the uh, various experience the various habits and knowledge that we have and and have a way of moving them forward in, uh, a step so 
uh, how do we grow in in faith is is really across all of those dimensions. But moving from sometimes we talk about moving from the head to the heart, and things need to not just be head knowledge, not just notions uh, or or notional apprehension in the words of John Henry Newman, but also become real apprehension that becomes a part of me, not just something I know about, but something that I know personally and intimately. And that's how our growth in faith also uh, proceeds, that I move from notions to something that I know intimately. Sometimes we do we do the reverse as well. Some people are really formed by an environment. They've maybe grown up in a more Catholic environment, and they don't necessarily have a lot of notions. They have uh, good experiences. They've had good support. They've had uh, a heart that's full of love, but they don't know how to put it to words. Uh, that's also an important thing. We can't share it and we can't grow past a certain degree unless we're able to put things into words, uh, gather together concepts and interact with those with those concepts. And so so all of that is part of our growth in knowledge, epistemology, um, but also our our growth in a knowledge of the faith, our growth in in knowledge of God. And that point of learning how to put things into words is beneficial for everyone involved. Um, for a you going through the process of going oh this is what I mean that this actually is so you can describe it to someone else, but also for the person you're re- who's receiving the information you're talking with that oh this is what you're trying to tell me I can relate to that and this will be be there and you know firsthand experiences I'm going through it right now there are so many times where I just wish that my new baby son could just tell me what he wants um and he can just tell me you know the the experience of this is what I like this is what I didn't like and, and so on and so forth and I think that's the the same kind of thing you're telling us you know so many times we go through life and we're just basically thrown into the deep end and almost feel like we're on an island to figure out what happened? Yeah, we might have muddled our way through it, but we never thought of like how or why. And putting things into words not only crystallizes it for us, but it helps us kind of understand, oh, this is how we actually got through this problem. So maybe next time we can either get through the problem more efficiently or maybe prevent it altogether. And when we're talking about catechesis, you know, we're, I'm, well, by default, we're addressing people who are sinners because we all are. But when you don't even know the faith, you don't even know what's wrong. So that's something that you're going to be dealing with a lot. So the more you can learn to articulate it and kind of explore those words and what those feelings are and how we did it, the, the better. So to recap before we, we we conclude here, this this seminar essentially is for anyone who wants to learn how to be able to teach the faith better. Is That's that right. the core? Okay. So, um, so with that being said, that that applies to everyone. I mean, you know, if if, if you're a parent right. or or a grandparent, and you want to be able to teach a a child. Um, I mean, I'm sure that this is guided towards some people who are going to be giving public speeches to big crowds, but it also will apply down to teaching your children and your family and one on one level type situation. So all of us are somewhere on, on that level of, of, of wanting to be able to help it. And as you said many times, it's one of our callings of the faith is to help teach it. And oftentimes learning how to teach something, it's how you learn it the best yourself. 
Because you go, well, if I'm going to get this question, how do I find out the answer to it? Um, I know that from sales. You ever try to sell something you don't know everything about? You have to learn it very quickly or else it doesn't work. And I think that that's uh, something important to note. So we have a a couple of minutes to conclude here, Father. If there's any fine points that I've missed or any core concepts that you want to make sure that people have um, before the seminar comes in so they can get signed up for it um, right away. Yeah, just uh, again, February 14th and 15th, 2022, and uh, imf.stvincentseminary.edu slash cc2022. And uh, it's just like you said, Joe, really for anybody who wants to share the faith, uh, form others in the faith, and that should be everybody. Uh, Whether parents with their children, they're supposed to be the first and best teachers of the faith to their children. Um, Certainly those who help in something like CCD or help at the parish level participate in RCIA. We'll have some people presenting on uh, that rite of Christian initiation of adults now called OCIA, I think, or uh, shifting nomenclature. But uh, we'll, we'll, and we'll help you get into the directory itself, which is a great resource. Everybody who is in the, in, involved in sharing and forming the faith in others um, would benefit from knowing the directory a little better. And I know I, I don't, uh, I haven't studied it fully and I'm looking forward to the conference to learn from experts who have spent more time in it than I have so that I can also keep growing. Uh, so just to say, this is a, a conference also that would be valuable for your, your parish priest, invite him, certainly your director of religious education, all the catechists in the parish and anybody who's doing adult faith formation or anybody who wants to share the faith with someone else. Beautiful. And for those who are listening to this in a date of time after the conference has happened, which many of you will, um, or many people will, um, the links still will be active and you'll be able to get the content um, from it and just be able to watch it after the fact. So we do thank everyone for listening. Please um, click the link that will be in the description and we will look forward to, to seeing you there. Thank you very much.